Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, Newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at Newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. Arrived, the they found the telephone and electricity line weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Cup of murder. Every once in a while, we get that little voice in our heads, especially when we're angry, that says, I'm going to kill them. But as we know, it's just a reaction to our anger. Most don't ever act on that little voice. But what if that voice in your head was constant and ever-present? What if you thought it was an Egyptian queen who told you to kill your family? On January 19, 2010, a man plagued with voices in his head, acted upon its demands, and left eight dead and led police in an 18-hour standoff. So, if you like your coffee hot, put your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On January 19, 2010, a woman was driving home with her six-month-old in the car when she noticed something strange in the road. Upon further investigation, she noticed it was a blood-soaked body of a male lying face down. She tried to run to a nearby home to call police when she was greeted by a second body. The police were called and upon arrival at the Appomattox home, they were fired upon. The suspect who they would later learn was the co-owner of the home, Christopher Brian Spate, fled into the nearby wooded area, but not before shooting at the police helicopter and forcing it to make an emergency landing. Backup was called, and more than 100 officers surrounded the area Christopher fled into. In the meantime, other officers entered the home to find a grisly sight. Inside were an additional three bodies, and four remained outside. 
Dead were Laura Lee Sipe, Christopher's sister and co-owner of the home, her husband Dwayne, their four-year-old son Joshua, Laura Lee's 15-year-old daughter Morgan Dobbins, Morgan's friend, 15-year-old Emily Quarles, her father Jonathan and mother Karen, and Emily's 16-year-old boyfriend Ronald Scruggs. The local school and businesses were all put on lockdown and residents were advised to stay inside as police continued their search for Christopher Spate. The next morning, with Christopher still on the run, the bomb squad was called to check the house for explosives. They were right to do so because explosives were rigged in both the inside and around the building, all of which were detonated safely. Finally, on January 20th, after an 18-hour search, Christopher surrendered to the police. He was wearing a bulletproof vest and was unarmed. Once news started to break as to who the killer was, people began coming forward with little bits of information about his actions in the days leading up to the mass murder. According to co-workers at the Old Dominion Security, Christopher had become sullen and on edge. Apparently, Christopher grew increasingly angry with his family following the death of his mother in 2006. He believed that they were trying to steal the farmhouse that she had left him in her will and was worried about being kicked out of the family home. With Christopher now in custody, you would think police could get an accurate motive. However, Christopher had a very different story to tell. He claimed that an Egyptian goddess named Jennifer ordered him to shoot his family. Why? Because they were all possessed by demons. The other victims in the home were simply killed so they could not help the deceased family members because Jennifer demanded that their bodies had to rot. Because of this, on June 24, 2010, a judge found Christopher Spate incompetent to stand trial and he was sent to a state hospital until he was able to assist his attorneys in his own defense. Three years later, on February 15, 2013, Christopher was sentenced in a plea deal to five life terms plus 18 years. He was charged with three counts of capital murder, one of attempted capital murder of a police officer due to the shots he fired at the helicopter, and five firearm counts. Both sides found he was criminally insane at the time of the murder, therefore avoiding the death penalty. He is currently housed at Wallens Ridge State Prison, where he will remain the rest of his life. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on January 20th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy-to-listen-to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.